Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And welcome back to the FCS Football Podcast, presented to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson, giving you the best FCS football analysis out there. And we are still in the middle of the offseason. And despite saying we are going to give you our next offseason team breakdowns on the last show, we decided we are going to do things differently today because the NFL Combine is happening from Thursday all the way through Sunday. There is a lot of things to discuss regarding FCS football and the NFL Combine because we have 12 players at the NFL Combine. We figured it would be the perfect opportunity to discuss those who have already weighed in, which is all of them right now, and the things that they need to do in order to increase and improve their draft stock coming from smaller football programs. Now, I currently produce a show and work with a blog that covers the New York Giants as well as doing this show. And my boss is in Indianapolis and it just so happens he was interviewing various players. And today he took the opportunity to interview a teammate of ours, Kyle Murphy. And he asked him the question of how do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in relation to the Joe judge comment that he made during his initial press conferences. So we have that quote from Kyle Murphy, and we figured that because Mr. Sean Anderson knows Kyle so well, and he's also, I would say, the best at doing a Kyle Murphy impression, that you should probably be the one reading it. I'll read it. Where is it? Is it in a text? Yeah, I sent it to you. I'm just, I'm just making sure. It's the one that I sent you. Details, photos. Wow, okay. Did you DM it to me? I texted oh, here it, it is. to you. you. Here it is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I got the update. I don't know how to find photos on my phone. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, <laughs> you upgraded your messages, phone from so an just... iPhone 4 to an iPhone 7. We get it. Okay. <laughs> no, it was this yeah, okay. 7 to 7. Okay. <laughs> but I had a new update. So, so, so right, yeah, right. read that quote for all us right. about Kyle right, can Murphy. Can you lead in with the question for me, please? So the question that was asked was that Joe Judge talked about how he's looking for teachers and getting those types of coaches that teach. And he made a remark about teaching how to make a jelly peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He said, teach me how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich during a a press conference. So if you 
could walk us through the steps of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, first, you got to get good bread. My favorite bread is multi-grain. You got to get good peanut butter, some real peanut butter. I'm a big smooth guy. I don't like too much crunchy. I always put the peanut butter on first <laughs> on one half of the bread. <laughs> and I always load it up with the peanut butter. I kind of have OCD with that. So I've got to spread it perfectly. With the other piece of bread, you've always got to get good jelly. I'm a big strawberry jelly guy. The old, old-fashioned strawberry jam with the pieces in it. You spread that on the other piece of the bread. You don't put as much as the peanut butter, but you put a decent amount. You got to spread it evenly like the peanut butter, and then you put them together. There you go. I'm Calmef. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if our listeners appreciate that as much as we do. But that is a very spot on impression. Folks, if you don't know a, what Kyle a, Murphy sounds like, now you do. It's a joke for it's a, it's a joke for one. <laughs> no, I I would hope people would appreciate it, but you know, if they don't, who cares? Um <laughs> So we have we have the twelve guys at the combine. They were speaking with the media and also doing their interviews in the first days, but the big thing that always happens Monday through Wednesdays is guys measuring in, weighing in, getting their arms measured, their hands measured. So we have all those measurements. We're going to discuss their current draft stock, where they hit, what those measurements were, and then also some things that they need to focus on during the NFL Combine. Our first guy is Montana linebacker Dante Olson, also a former All-American beast of a linebacker for the Grizz. Right now he's about a day three unrestricted free agent prospect. He clocked in at six foot three, two hundred and thirty-seven pounds. Pretty good weight for him. Hand size mm. nine and one eighths. Not really too much of a focus on hand size for linebackers. Thirty-two and three eighths inch arm arms. So basically thirty-three inch arms. A little bit shorter for his height, but those are still pretty long arms. And wingspan seventy-six and three eighths. So overall, pretty long athlete for Olson. Now is uh, just for the listeners with the metrics. Is seventy-six equivalent to what height? Uh, that's 76 inches, so that is... Oh, come on, man. You can't ask a... a, a 72 is... 72 inches is 6 feet. So, so 6 foot 4. Yeah. Look at you doing oh, quick so math. Is, okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. I'm just, I, just glad I did quick math faster than you, you usually, Brainiac. You usually don't, because you're bad at math so do you have any thoughts on his on his give what, us a timetable his... i'll run you, <laughs> you said run circles tables? around you <laughs> yeah this? you know the sheets are like 50 questions i bet i finish a, a 50 question sheet faster than you third grade what okay so what are your thoughts on on olsen though i think that's really good measurements six three is uh really good weight 237 they might bump him up they might leave him there and for a drill the biggest drill that i see him needing to perform well in is that uh it's either three three cone or the shuttle run. Just it's that turn ability, the the quick change in motion, which is vitally important for a linebacker. For him at the combine, I don't, I really don't expect him to be a, a burner of a linebacker. He's not Devin White. He's not going to run a four four two, and he's not like you know some of these other really quick linebackers we've seen. But I think he'll test pretty well. I think the one place that he is going to knock every other guy uh, out of the park with and that he's going to be so much better than everyone else as is the interviews because he's so smart 
he's such an intelligent guy. He, he's won multiple awards in his time at Montana for his academic success. So just being a really, really smart linebacker is such an underrated trait because, I mean, you could probably agree, there's always this stigma of linebackers just being big meat meathead guys that just want to smack the hell out of everyone. Well, I don't think Dante Olsen is like that. He's very intelligent and also could serve as a, a very good centerpiece as a Mike linebacker for a team. Our next player, Portland State tight end Charlie Tomoapeo. He's currently also a day three, more of an unrestricted free agent prospect just because of his weigh-in. We were really expecting him to be 6'2", but he clocked in 6'2 and 1'4", 240 pounds, 9.5 inch hands, uh, 32 and a, a quarter inch arms, and 77 and 7'8", so basically a 78-inch wingspan. Uh, I mean, he's not that tall. I wasn't really expecting him to be that tall, but I think most people were considering him to be that athletic receiving tight end, more of an H-back type player. So I don't think it's a huge knock that he's under 6'3". I don't think it's a problem either. And then it was, um, I believe you sent it over, which was uh, the NFL Network uh, talking, or NFL Draft Network, one of the two, talking about how he was going to be working out as a running back during the combine or getting reps at uh, running back workouts. I don't believe I sent that to you, but that's, that is very interesting if he is going to be doing that. Um, be, yeah, be, it was, it, yeah. Because that could be very well how he translates his game is putting him on the line of scrimmage and then also using him as a fullback and an H-back. Yeah, I'm looking for the tweet right now. It was, um, it was in response to the Jalen Hurts stuff uh, about uh, which players would be uh, were asked to change and or oh, uh, okay. work out at a different position. So I'm just we have our own God, separate thoughts on the Jalen Hurts tweets. stuff. All right. But we, all right, well, yeah, look for him working out at running back. Yeah, Tomo Peo also will look very clean. I would say in the gauntlet is probably going to be where he's going to shine. He's got pretty good hands. He's a playmaker. He can. He can get upfield quickly. He's he's very very athletic for a uh, for a tight end. Agreed. Our next guy, and this is three straight of our teammates, URI wide receiver mm. Isaiah Coulter, currently a day three prospect. But I can guarantee right now that very well could change. That if anyone is going to make the most money at the NFL Combine out of any of these guys, it's going to be Isaiah Coulter. Uh, his his weigh in six foot one and seven eighths, so about six two, a little bit taller than his cousin Aaron. Under two hundred pounds, weighed in at one ninety eight, nine inch hands, arms thirty one and three quarters inches, and then his wingspan seventy five and three quarter inches. So Sean, we can probably expect him to have a blazing fast forty when he runs. I expect them to run a four three. And he's going to run four three, and his his stock is just going to rise. I mean, it's going to go screaming up. He's the fastest person I've ever seen in my life, in person. I, I would, maybe I, I actually in tra- in a training standpoint, Isaiah Coulter, a real life Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be shocked if after spending time focusing on his form and technique for the past couple months, and he's probably had more than most guys because he didn't have these senior All Star game invites. Because he's an underclassman, I would not be shocked if he if he ran sub four three, because he's so fast. Wow. And I mean, when we saw him run, it's not like he was a perfect technician as a runner. But when you go and you're you're running in this training setting for the combine, they're breaking everything down detail by detail. He, I don't know about you, but I think that that is very very possible. He could do that. 
I I would be surprised if he is in the four fours. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I it's I'm really expecting to see a four three and then to see everybody losing their minds over it. But we were here first. We know it first, and we're telling you what to expect. <laughs> I'm gonna be so yeah. when you see the NFL talking about it, you come back to us and you say, "Oh, thanks. You guys called it." Or add us and say, "These guys called." It. <laughs> no one's gonna do that. But you know, they we, better. We can pray and hope. I think though he does need to have a good day catching the football in the on-field drills because yeah, at times he can be a hair inconsistent in making catches. It's just a matter of if he does have that drop, can he bounce back and 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 can he make that grab on the next next time around? I think he'll do fine. I, I think if if it's been his life the last three months or however many months, mm-hmm. he'll, he's going to go out there and run it up. Our next guy is his cousin, wide receiver Aaron Parker, also currently a day three prospect. He is clocking in at six foot one and five eighths, weighed in at two oh nine, nine and an eighth inch hands, arms thirty one and one eighth, and then wingspan seventy four and one fourth. Overall, really good length for for AP here. Not really any surprises on any of this stuff. It, it, it's kind of crazy seeing our teammates weighing in and stuff because we, we we could probably have guessed it without seeing the numbers. But yeah, he's going to test pretty well, too. I don't think he's going to have an extremely outstanding day, but he'll probably look very clean on the on-field stuff, too. I think he's going to have a really good day. I mean, he looks lean. He looks fit. Uh, I was talking to the uh, last night, actually. He was saying that he was really excited, just trying to learn from everything. And I, I think that what what... Everyone's going to be – I think he's going to have a really good vertical, first of all. I think he's probably going to run in the 4-4s uh, in, in the 40. He might trickle down. I know last year he was actually pretty close in the team to the um, to the 4-3 range, or he might have just hit it at like a 4-3-9 when we were testing. But that was a year ago. Uh, I think his broad jump's going to be good, all of it. Uh, I'm excited to see him uh, go out there and play. And I think he's like, – Go out there and he, he, show off what he's got. He's a little bit heavier right now, so maybe if he is in that 4-4, just a little bit – Slower than what what he was getting clocked in at during the um, spring workouts. What when were you talking to him? Did you text him or you just kind of no, wish him good luck? Him last oh. night. Oh, okay, yeah. that's nice. Did you talk just to Murph or, or anyone else? Yeah, I texted Murph. Did you hear anything from Murph? Learn how to spell his name. Did I spell it wrong? <sighs> My apologies. Jeez, Louise. Did you hear anything from Murph? Yeah, I heard some stuff. What did he just okay. same stuff as AP? Okay, well our next guy is Kyle Murphy. You don't need to get all mad. <laughs> you don't need to get all mad. But our, our our next guy is Kyle Murphy. He is also right now considered to be a day three prospect. He was measured at six foot three and one fourth, which is surprising because he's pretty much the same height as Sean. And Sean claims he is six six. Uh, Murph weighed in at three sixteen, which is very big because. Uh, he was under 300 for, I would say, a good amount of the season. His hands, 10-inch, awesome stuff you'd like to see. Arm length, 33 and 7 eighths. Super long arms for uh, an interior offensive lineman. And then wingspan of 79 and 7 eighths. Yeah, so that's a 6-8 wingspan. Uh, if my math serves me well. Yeah, sure. 6-8 wingspan. And it's 316, yeah, he's been bulking up. His pipes look big, and I think he's a... Uh, I think he's really been training for that uh, bench press um, workout. And, I mean, Murph's workout is squat. I mean, that's his lift. I saw him squat 675 pounds like it was nothing. 
it was obviously something. Obviously, he was straining, <laughs> but it, it looked so fluid in him doing that. I mean, that's 675 pounds on his back, Joe. So if there was a squat portion of this testing, then yeah, in the bag. But I'm sure he's been training hard on that bench press and trying to get up. I mean, he could throw up 225. And it's fine. But, you know, offensive linemen, you're like, you're like kind of looking for him to hit 30s in that range of 225. I'm hoping uh, for guys in the with longer arms, they're not going to hit in that 30 range. That's, that's a well, really Stiney high number. Hit, 30 is Stiney really hit 29. Steiny's was a different breed of human. He's a overgrown yeah, but his, thumb, but yeah, but his arms, his wingspan yeah. is, it, you know, he's got the longest arms of anybody I've ever met. Yeah. I don't think Murph's going to hit. Murph's probably not going to hit 30, but he'll probably have a, a decent number. The threshold you're really looking for is over 20. Because mm-hmm. those guys, again, bigger, longer arms. For the guys with longer arms, some of them do have very good bench presses because they're strong, but they do tend to struggle. I would argue, though, that I think offensive linemen would benefit more from having some type of squat testing, which is why I think that they are implementing a, a sled drill this year with all the new drills and adjustments that they did. So we'll get to see Murph move some, uh, some bodies and stuff like that when he's hitting the pad and all that. Our next player Princeton quarterback Kevin Davidson uh day three unrestricted free agent he was six foot four 224 pounds this is the concerning part here eight and a fourth inch hands which is very very small for a quarterback 30 inch daily own small I have bigger hands than that 30 and seven eighth inch I don't think so arms and 75 inch wingspan I ha- I told you I have a, a, a larger hands than you think I do. I, I've you could tell me what you want to, brother. Have, but every time we've shaken long, hands or I've seen your hands, I have long hey, how fingers. How does a beer can look in your hand or a soda can look in your hand compared okay, to how it looks in my hand? We get it. You have like fourteen inch hands. You have seventeen inch. No, or, no, no, uh, no, 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 Seventeen no, no. feet. You think that you're this this big monstrous human Thanks being? Thanks for throwing the feet thing in there. But you're six foot four and and <laughs> and change. I, Okay, people. Joe has like eight and seven eighths hands, or something like maybe something I have way like around hands there. Than that. Joe, I, I you don't. <laughs> I've measured them. I I hate you. I'm not doing this, Joe. Right now. If if you were, it, I know you have small hands because of how I hear you type on your keyboard. That doesn't mean anything. What do you? Oh my god! You have spindly little hands. What do you have to say about Kevin Davidson? You st- stupid. <laughs> Uh, Dumb ogre. I, yeah, <laughs> God, can we just these get throwing one drills show? Are, these throwing drills are, uh, you know, they're going to be important. I mean, he's the only quarterback here for representing FCS, and he's a tall guy, got a good frame. I'm happy he clocked out at his six four flat, and it's just how he performs there. Can he throw the deep ball? Can he throw with pace on it? You know, FCS guys. You know, they're playing FCS. So you got to go out there and flash something that's going to say, oh, wow, you know, he could have, you know, he is here for a reason. So it's going to be those throwing drills uh, with with the live receivers um, that I think is going to make or break his uh, opportunity there. And I think athletically, too, he'll test pretty well. He's not super athletic, but he he does have that skill set kind of like that. um, Not probably won't be as fast as Josh Allen, but has that mobility in him, and I think that he'll have some numbers that people are like, oh, really? I was not really expecting that. Next player is significantly bigger uh, in hand size than the last player we just talked about. South Carolina State, Alex Taylor, offensive lineman, 
right now, day three, a uh, little bit of unrestricted free agent. But what team has teams so focused on this guy is the fact that he is six foot eight and three eighths. Uh, he weighed in at three oh eight, which isn't huge. He's a little bit on the leaner size for his height, but That's eleven good. and a fourth inch hands, a thirty six, uh, thirty six inch arms, and a wingspan of eighty eight. I believe he had the the biggest so numbers for a bunch of these uh, seven categories. Foot yeah, four. Imagine being a defensive lineman and trying to escape that those long, like spaghetti like arms. That is just huge. I can't even imagine tacking on another ten inches to my arms. I think I I, I hit a seventy eight flat. That is nuts to me. Yeah. That is such an appealing measurement for NFL scouts looking at this guy. And the, the crazy it, thing, too, is like his, his arm, his single arm length doesn't sound that big in comparison to his wingspan. So that must mean he has no. a really broad chest, which yeah, is good. It, it's big frame. Yeah. This guy, it, it, yeah. As long as he doesn't go out there and completely trip over himself in every single <laughs> drill, I mean, unless he has the worst combine a player could ever have it's almost impossible to look at this frame and this player and say yeah we we wouldn't take him he looks almost like a a heavier power forward it's it's like if zion williamson was 6'9 and he scaled his weight up that was that would be what he looks like because he's he's not fat he's very lean uh, I, he's very raw too, so it's, we'll see if he actually honed in on focusing on those positional drills and cleaned up some things. Very right. athletic though; he's going to look good in the in the athletic testing. Southern Illinois safety Jeremy Chin, who we dug up and found out that he is Steve Atwater's nephew. Very interesting factoid there. But right now, his draft stock is really, really rising. He's six foot three, a little bit around that two hundred fifteen pound range. We did not have any measurements for him. There was nothing out there. Right now, I think that might just be because uh, defensive backs were having their sizes released a little bit later um, than the other guys that we were able to get. And he was the only defensive back that we had on here. But right now, a lot of people are talking about his draft stock and how it's continuing to rise. And there's a lot of speculation that he will find himself in that day two range after he has himself a very, very nice combine. Yeah, day two is high. And I'm not saying it's high for him, but that's a really promising projection for Chin. And, you know, they're looking for athleticism and how good of an athlete you are and how well you can move and, and you know, show off the ability to change your hips and backpedal and emulate what an NFL safety looks like. So Chin just has to go out there and be fluid with his motions, be confident with uh, what he's choosing to do with his footwork, all of that. It just be a fluid player. That's what I'm looking for for Chin. Next player, another potential day two guy, Illinois State running back James Robinson. A little bit more closer on that day three range, but if he does well at the combine, he could find himself in that day two. Probably more of a round three player, five foot nine, two hundred nineteen pounds. Eight and three quarter inch hands, twenty nine inch arms, and a wingspan of seventy two and a half. So the, none of those measurements are really anything that you really need to be worried about. The two nineteen is pretty good for his his height that he weighed in at two hundred nineteen pounds. He'll probably mm-hmm. be closer to two twenty five come pro day, but that's pretty good weight for a five foot nine running back. And he's not going to be a super fast forty guy, but his his short shuttle, his L drill, that stuff is going to look really good. He's very very quick. 
Yeah, it's going to be all about explosiveness and how he gets out of breaks. Uh, how he do they do do running backs uh, catch the ball? Uh, yes. During the combine, yes. Yeah, it's him showing that he can be versatile with his skill set, which is, I mean, he has a very versatile, vers, versatile. I don't want to say versatile because I I feel like that's a very pretentious way of saying the word, but versatile sounds like. I'm from it's Clarksville, Virginia. It's versatile. versatile. I don't know yeah, I'm just, what you're going to stick with. Pick up a book sometime. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's a, a diet. <laughs> I promise you I've read more books than you have. Weird flex, but okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so don't say read a book. <laughs> I mean, never mind. Yeah, his, his versatile running style uh, is going to be something that scouts have been looking at and noticing, and that's why he's a day-two prospect. I mean, he can bowl you over. He can break away from defenders. He can juke you out. I mean, he's got all the tools. So this combine, it's not as – I mean, it's not incredibly going to be – it's not going to be very reflective of James Robinson's true potential as a running back and, and what he's best at. I mean, he's a real gamer, and he's a guy that's going to go into practice and, and light it up. Uh, so it's just a matter of him making himself – look as good as possible on paper uh, just to coincide with how good he looks off of paper. Next up, North Dakota State defensive end, Derek Tuska. Right now, he's more close to an unrestricted free agent. I think he was probably the most surprising invite to the NFL Combine. He clocked in at six foot four and a half inches, 251 pounds, 9 and 7 inch hands, which is okay. 31 and uh, 3 eighth inch arms. That's not that great. And a 76 and 7 eighth inch wingspan, which is okay. The thing that really concerns me the most, though, here, Sean, is his weight. Because guys that are 250 are the guys that are really freaky fast. Like, Clavon Chason from LSU is going to be around 250 pounds. And he's going to run a stupid fast 40. And actually, I don't even think he's running, but he is fast enough to run a really fast 40 for a pass rusher and a, a defensive end. But the fact that he's only 250 and he's not this uber-athletic guy, I'm a little bit concerned because it just kind of screams that they were maybe trying to get him down to a lower weight. So he ran a faster 40, but he's probably still not going to run a very fast 40. I'm not too worried about his 40. I think he got the invite for the work that he put in in the the senior bowl um, that he was in. I think that a shrine game. scouts – Shrine game. It was senior bowl, right? The, the East West Shrine game is a senior all star game. Yeah, you're right. Well, he's in the different one. He was in the the, he the Reese's. He, he, Derek Tuska did not play in the uh, the Reese's senior bowl. He played in the East West Shrine game. I'm telling you, I think. Oh, was it their tight end that was in the East West Shrine game? They were They were both in or the, the, East the West senior Shrine. bowl. They were both in the. Not Adam Troutman, Jeremy Chin. Uh, oh, and tripping. Alec, t- Alex Taylor were sorry. the only I'm ones out, yeah, that were invited yeah, yeah. to the, the Reese Senior Bowl. But I don't know. I, it, yeah, he's just he was the first, uh, the only FCS guy I noticed on the field. So that's a nice one, Sean. Well, I think they saw on tape the way that he was uh, applying a lot of pressure and the, the the high motor that he had. So they said, all right, let's put him uh, to the test of the combine and see what he measures out at. Because we see what he did in this game and we see how well, uh, how hard he plays and how he could play with a, all these FC, uh, FBS guys. So I, I think it was a, his in-game performance for that was indicative of why he got this combine invite. I'm really focusing on seeing him be technically sound because like I said, not an athletic freak, but he does have that 
fundamental technical type of approach to being a pass rusher. He's going to be strong. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he has a good uh, bench press as well because not super long arms, a bit more compact in terms of that stuff. So he should be able to punch out a bunch of reps. Next player who we don't really have much to talk about because, frankly, if you ask anyone in the specialist scouting community, can acknowledge that being at the Combine doesn't really mean a whole lot for a specialist. You're not really going to get a lot of your momentum from being at the NFL Combine. But Alex Peachin from Bucknell Punter was invited. There is a good shot that he gets drafted. His measurements, six foot five eighths, 213 pounds, hands, nine and three eighths inches, uh, 29-inch arms, wingspan, seven and one-fourth. But it, it's almost, some people would argue, it's, it's a disadvantage to be a specialist at the Combine because there's a lot more eyes on you and you need to be 100% perfect. It's not like the other processes for other specialists that were not invited to the NFL Combine. It is it is a bit of an odd situation being one of the few specialists that are there. Does not always guarantee being drafted, but it does just show that Peachin is currently in a state where he has a lot of momentum leading him to be one of the few drafted punters in this year's class. Yeah, I see it as it's just more eyes on you. Yeah. And if teams or scouts are going back looking at their current punter and they see Peachin at the combine and say, wow, this kid can 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 do it, then I, I don't see the the major negative of being there. I mean, getting as many eyes on you when you're trying to to make this league is probably the most important thing aside from the on field production and on, on combine production. So I, I think that's a big positive. Our last player and arguably the one with the most draft hype because some people have him as the third-ranked tight end. Others even have him as the best tight end out of draft analysts, and that is Dayton's Adam Troutman, who is my favorite FCS player in this year's class in terms of how high they can go. And he measured in at six foot five, exactly 255 pounds, 9.5-inch hands, 32-and-5-eighth-inch arms, and 78-inch wingspan Nothing that you can really shake a stick at there with any of his measurements. It's exactly what you're looking for for him. I got to see what his bench press is like. He's going to have a pretty good bench athletically. He's going to test above average. Not going to be one of the most athletic guys, but will be above average. But he's going to look so fluid in those on-field drills because he is such a a fundamentally sound tight end. I just want to see him in the green for all those, all these, these drills. I want to see him in the green for the shuttle, the three cone, broad jump, vertical bench press, 40 yard dash. I, I, if he's green across the board, meaning he's a, a better than average, then I think it's perfectly acceptable to see him as one of the top three tight ends in this class. All right, those are all the guys that we have to talk about on today's show. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Joe DeLeon and at uh, Sanderson Radio. Is that what it is? Yep. I don't even remember anymore. Um, Also, it's hard to remember. I keep forgetting you changed it. Also, be sure to follow Believe Podcasts at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts and also head to Believe.com, spelled B-L-E-A-V.com to check out a number of other amazing shows that they have. Also, rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us and give us some feedback on the show and what you think of it. Ha <laughs>
have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.